Welcome to Season of Saccharin. I'm Holly. I'm Jeff. Join us as we count down to Christmas with 12 days of holiday movies. I'm feeling extra Christmassy today, Jeffrey. Yeah, why is that? Well, because we dressed up our little daughter, took her to meet Santa, mm. and it was so sweet. Yeah, Santa was a real nice guy. He was a nice guy. And Cece was wearing a big bow, which she tore off and then presented to Santa. You can hear her in the background chewing on a little bunny rabbit. A toy, not <laughs> a, a stuffed, real one. A stuffed bunny, not a real one. Yeah, she took off her bow, and Santa was gonna take it from her to put it back on her, but she was just playing tug-of-war with Santa, so that's that's our first picture with Santa. Yeah, it's a nice addition to our entranceway. Yeah, it makes me smile every time I walk by it. Today we are talking about The Sweetest Christmas. Yes, Sweetest Christmas stars Lacey Chabert, who is uh, from Mean Girls, and I believe she's a voice actress for a lot of cartoons and things like that. So she's probably the most famous star we've seen so far on one of our Christmas movies. Yeah, she plays Kylie, a receptionist and culinary school graduate. She is dating her boss, Alex, who owns a real estate company. Yeah, so Alex is actually not a terrible boyfriend. No, he's just really dorky and not very romantic. Yeah, he's mostly just not really right for her. Yeah, he's not a villain, though. Uh, her boyfriend slash boss takes her out to a fancy dinner. Well, kind of fancy. It's at a pizzeria, but it's an upscale pizzeria. Right. So there's actually history with this pizzeria. This pizzeria is owned by her former boyfriend. And that's why she's never been there before. And that's why she's never been to this particular place in this small town. Christmassy mm -hmm. town, by the way. So it's he makes it all fancy. There's rose petals, a blindfold, and of course she thinks she's getting engaged. But he's actually telling her that she's getting a promotion. <laughs> so Kylie breaks up with him because she wants more than a business partnership. Right. She's wanting something romantic and her boyfriend only seems to see their relationship as business and the romantic nature is secondary. Right. She doesn't envision a future with the company at all. She doesn't want to work for his real estate company. No, she wants to be a baker. Right. I mean, she went to culinary school. She went to culinary school. I assume she's still paying off those six figures of debt. Oh, boy. And by the way, culinary school, that is why she actually broke up with the fancy pizza restaurant owner. Uh, she went away to culinary school. And while Kylie was away, Nick kept spending all his time coming to see her and not focusing on his own life. Uh, his mom passed away and he needed to be there helping his dad at the restaurant. Mm. So she broke up with him to make him focus on his own life. Right. Which is a very fair move for a young lady to do. Totally. And he is currently uh, single. He's white and he has a kid. So... so we know where this is going. Yes, we do. But we're happy about it because he's pretty charming. Kylie finds out that she got into the American Gingerbread Competition, which happens to be held in her town. She lives with her sister, though, and her dumb nieces tried to cook action figures, and now the oven is broken. So she's gotta find a working oven in this Christmas town. Where is she gonna find it? So she actually has two choices here. So her ex-boyfriend slash current boss, Alex, 
has a model home on the edge of town. It's this beautiful log cabin overlooking a lake, and he tells her, you know what? Let us sponsor you, give you some money, and you can totally use this cabin as your baking headquarters. And what does she say to that? She says no. She chooses to instead. She asks her other ex-boyfriend, Nick, to use his kitchen in the pizzeria. So this is a working, popular pizza kitchen. And she's turning down sole use of a beautiful log cabin overlooking the woods. I guess it's not really a log cabin. It's like a nice house with a beautiful kitchen. So she can uh, practice... Elbow to elbow with all these surly pizza chefs. Oh, whatever, Jeff. You would choose the same thing. No way. I would choose hey, that Hey, I'm house. cooking pizza here. Oh. No. You, you love then, that. Then your gingerbread's going to get all mozzarella-y. <laughs> oh, it will just enhance the flavor. Yeah. So in this kitchen, there's also the sous chef who is... Robbie. Pretty, yeah. He's pretty awesome. He's, I guess, Nick's dad's age because i think he was the chef for the restaurant since his dad owned it way back when it was just a hole in the wall pizza joint but he doesn't look like like he's 60 no he's super hunky and um he kind of steals the movie from me yeah he does he belongs in something bigger Mm. i mean he belonged in this christmas movie but i also want him to do more movies yeah, and he actually is pretty funny. He's a great character, and, and the writing for him in particular is way better than your typical Hallmark movie. Right. The hunky sous chef says he'll pick Kylie up for six for a shopping trip to the restaurant supply store. And she says, six at night? He goes, no, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> so Robbie the sous chef's role in the movie is to serve as sort of the narrative and guiding force for action. Yeah, he's filling in the, the back information, too. He takes Kylie aside, he sees what's going on, he sees the writing on the wall, and he says, don't you dare hurt Nick like you did before. But in a very reasonable moment, she just explains why she broke up with him, and the hunky sous chef totally understands. There's no fake drama. He's just like, I guess I didn't see it that way. That makes sense. I understand why you hurt him. Yeah. (laughs) You didn't mean to. You were just a kid going away to college. Nick is a single dad, and he loves Christmas and everything, but he's just too busy this year to decorate for Christmas because his manager just quit. So Kylie quickly oversteps her boundaries by bringing a Christmas tree in. Uh, Looks like she should have asked Santa for the ability to make boundaries. Mm -hmm. Nick gets reasonably annoyed, and he says he's doing the single dad thing the best he can, and having someone bring a tree in kind of makes him feel bad. Yeah, he's defensive. Yeah. But then he does quickly forgive her, and then he uh, apologizes for being defensive. So I've noticed the trend in this movie is there's a lot of drama that gets resolved through open communication, which is great. Kylie arranges the Christmas party for her boss, which is what she's supposed to be doing this whole time. And her boss, Alex, is looking for a way to get back into her good books. He... Wants her back, he realizes he lost a great girl because he was too obsessed with thinking of her as an employee and not a girlfriend, which, yeah, that's a conflict of interest. (laughs) Right. He's looking for a grand gesture, and he gets this inspired look on his face. He says, 
the grandest gesture of all. Oh, no, we're just going, oh, poor guy. Because you like, you know, you feel for this poor guy. Like, he's a, ni- he's a nice guy. He's great. <laughs> he has diamonds in his eyes. But, yeah, he's not. <laughs> it's not going to happen he's for this guy. He's making a big mistake. Yeah. He's just a cheesy real estate agent. Okay. So Kylie and Nick are decorating his house with, with Nick's kid. Um, she falls off a ladder into Nick's arms. And then we have an interrupted kiss. Right. Yeah. Right. He's like, you need to help me with these Christmas cookies. The kid, not the dad. Like all movies, this takes place in a small Christmas town. And another interesting thing is that apparently the snow in this town is super pure. Because the snow on the side of the road is perfectly clean, and you can just pick it up and throw snowballs at each other's face, and it's not all dirty and muddy like real snow is. Yeah. Apparently, there's no cars in this town. Right. But they're walking by a couple cars at the same time, so it's like, I think they just have magic cars that don't have any dirt or emissions or... So throughout this movie, Kylie is working on the gingerbread contest entry, and we get a few glimpses of it here and there, and it doesn't look that... Impressive, really. No, it doesn't at the end either. <laughs> no, yeah, it seems like the prop development kind of dropped the ball because usually in a movie where there's a big art show or competition at the end, you want to see something that actually impresses you. But... Yeah, who is in charge of props for Hallmark? Remember the Christmas tree fiasco? Yeah, they don't. <laughs> they don't really think. I guess it's important that people are actually wowed, or maybe they they want people watching to go, oh. I could do that. I could do that. Maybe I should enter a I could gingerbread find a, competition. I can find a better Christmas tree than Miss Christmas. I can make a better gingerbread house than Miss Gingerbread Miss. So anyway, Kylie's working on her gingerbread entry and finds out that the godmother of gingerbread, Ina Bruckner, is entering Ina the Bruckner. Con- yeah, all the way from Holland, Germany. Germany, okay, is entering the contest. And not only that, but this professional gingerbread chef is being sponsored by no one else than her ex Alex the real estate guy uh, I just I can't imagine what a dummy he is I mean he's just he's a big sweet oaf but Kylie's thinks oh he's trying to get back at me like this well obviously because that's a really stupid thing to do I'm gonna do the grandest gesture of all make sure she loses the competition and has to come crawling back to me right the his motivations are a little suspect at this point so I'm curious to see why he did it actually right so while she's at the setup for the gingerbread contest she's kind of like there after hours and she sees her ex and he shows her why he brought in the godmother of gingerbread uh kylie's idol he's proposing to her with a ring in the gingerbread jewelry store right so i believe the godmother was going to drop out of the contest it was she was actually going to be disqualified because the ring was not allowed or there was something like that the ring isn't edible um so the whole point was that she was going to come in present this entry be disqualified Kylie would win and get proposed to on the same day, and it would be a wonderful celebration. Which, okay, that's pretty sweet. If this was actually a guy she was interested <sighs> in, that would be a pretty sweet, crazy, crazy move. But... Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the whole, like, make someone feel really disappointed and down in the dumps <laughs> and then pull him back up and propose to him. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Kylie sees this grand gingerbread display and says No. Yeah, of course she does. She doesn't love him anymore, and she 
likes him, but, you know, can't marry him. Mm-hmm. But off in the wings, watching this whole scene go down is... Uh, Nick. Mr. Pizza Nick. A Mr. Pizza sees this and gets flustered and calls things off of with course, her. Of course, he sees it out of context and says, oh, he proposed to you. Not really that out of context. Like, just because someone proposes to someone doesn't mean that... Yeah. But she immediately is like, I said no. But he still thinks, oh, but he proposed to you, so apparently that's... I think he's been burned by her before, and he's worried that she's going to be confused. I get it. Yeah. Anyhow, Kylie ends up winning the gingerbread contest. By modeling her gingerbread creation after the first date she had with Nick at a carousel. So, two birds with one stone. Yeah, very sweet. Show Nick that she loves him, is always thinking about him. And she gets to win the big $25,000 check to help start her own baking company. I will say this is not a $25,000 gingerbread house. (laughs) No, it's not very good. (laughs) I do think that if you gave me as much time as she had, I would have been able to go on Pinterest and come up with that. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is that the judges see it and they're like, oh, pretty good. And no one's wowed. But then she flips the switch and it's on a lazy Susan that auto rotates. And apparently this sends the judges over the edge, and they said, whoa, it rotates? <laughs> like a real carousel. Yeah. I mean, they don't go, like, up and down or anything. Yeah, I think I could have... No. I yeah, could have done was, this. It was not that impressive. If you had made it, Jeff, or if I had, it would be, like, really cool, and it would get a lot of likes on Facebook. Totally. But we're not professional gingerbread chefs, and we don't have student loans to pay off your culinary school, so... No. Our bar is a little lower than hers. So... Yeah, she gets back together with Nick. That gesture is enough. And it's great. We get our Christmas kiss. We get our Christmas kiss and our happy ending. Yeah, we get a Merry Christmas. All right. Let's go through our bingo. Bingo. Bing bong. First of all, let's start off. City folk. No. They're both from the same town. Yeah. She did spend other time in a different town, but she was back by the start, so the whole time she wasn't really an outsider. Uh, He was there all along. Was there a character named Holly? No. Okay. What about a Grinch? Kind of a pseudo-Grinch. I mean, he loves Christmas, and he's embarrassed that this year he hasn't really done anything for it. Right. So, I would say no. No Grinch. Single dad? Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, and the single dad actually has... The wife is in the picture. Well, she's not literally in the picture, but she's mentioned. Mm. The son says, oh, we have a Christmas tree over at my mom's. Right. (laughs) Quitting job. I guess she quits her job because her previous job was with her boyfriend at the real estate company. Although that was always a temporary job to her, though he thought it was going to be a full-time career. Oh, she totally quits her job. Yeah. So she, with her winnings, she's going to go make her own bakery or whatever. Unrealistic career slash lifestyle. No. Yeah. I do fine. I think so too. Teenage Wasteland. No teenagers. Nope. None at all. Christmas is about. Nope. Did Christmas really come up in this movie that much it was around christmas but they didn't have christmas i don't think they didn't and christmas more provided a setting i mean they spent more time on christmas than you usually get to how about miracle no miracle interrupted kiss yes yeah we did get one of those this movie was really unpredictable in that things just kind of happened nicely. Yeah, it was really nice. It was very stress-free to watch. Yeah, we're hoping more of Lacey Chabert's movies are like this, because she's done a ton of them. 
Really? Yeah, she's done maybe eight or ten Christmas Hallmark movies. Hallmark Christmas movies? Yes, she has. Well, when... So we're fans. When can I watch more? As soon as possible. Next is Romantic Treated Injury. Well, she she falls off the Christmas tree and he catches her. Yep. Secondary Romance? Nope. Falling Together in Snow? No, but they do have a snowball fight. Uh, waiting slash skeptical for snow. I think no, it's snowing it's the whole time. There. Yeah. And you wanted to add one more Advent Calendar Countdown? Yes, because I've seen that in at least two other movies this year. I don't remember which ones they were. But to show you that time is progressing, someone is opening an Advent mm. Calendar or it zooms in on the day. Exactly, showing that time is progressing without having that small two days later label or right. leaving it nebulous, because no, you don't want to leave anything nebulous in these kinds of movies. No, you have to spell it out. Yeah. Because we're baking. We're not paying attention. All right, so that's our uh, look at Sweetest Christmas. I hope you have a very sweet day. I'm Jeff. I'm Holly. And Merry Christmas. I'm going to go make some gingerbread. And happy holidays. <laughs>